This is Dairy Rewind, a look back at what happened this week in the dairy industry. Milky Monday. Dave Krasowski, Stonex Dairy Group broker in Chicago. Dave, we got a look at U.S. milk production in the first month of 2024 last week, and we got some big surprises. Yeah, we did, Lee. The milk production was down 1.1%. That's a headline number. When you standardize that with protein and fat in the milk, it's actually up about a, a 1%. But the headline number was expected to be down two-tenths of a percent. At least that's our expectation. I don't think anybody was looking for down 1.1%. So not a strong showing to start 2024 with this milk production report. The biggest surprise, I think, is the cow numbers. Generally, in the first quarter of a year, we add cows uh, to the herd. We were expecting cow numbers here in the U.S. to increase by 7,000 head. They were down 23,000 head. Tuesday. Dairy RP and livestock gross margin for dairy. They're Two tools, think of them as crop insurance for milk. You know, you buy them through crop insurance agents. They're federally subsidized by the government. And they're two really good tools for controlling price risk on the milk side. All right. And the first one we're going to cover here is Dairy RP. Now, both of these products, they're market-driven products. They're based on futures markets, okay? So the price that you get in the mailbox at the end of the driveway, that has nothing to do with this. It's based off of futures prices. Um, Dairy RP, it's it's pretty easy to sign up for this policy too. It's available almost every day, every business day, um, when the market closes. So since it's based on futures, as soon as that futures market closes for the day, new prices are released for that day. That normally happens around like three or four o'clock in the afternoon. And those prices are good until 9 a.m. the next morning. So if you do want to pull the trigger on a DRP policy, that 9 a.m. cutoff, that is a strict hard deadline, uh, meaning the application needs to be signed by you and your agent. It needs to be back to the, in the agent's hands. He has to get it to the underwriter. They got to have the policy keyed, hit submit, it's all over and done by 9. Wednesday. Today, we're with Dr. Mark Thomas at the Vermont Dairy Producers. Tell us a little bit about your consulting business because it's pretty unique. Well, really, the basis of our philosophy is using data. We see lots of things in a given day. We see things that we think work or maybe we're really sure work on a dairy. You know, dairy does this and they have really good fertility, really good milk production, healthy calves. And is it result of a product they use? a management strategy or or the people or a combination. So what we try to do is dissect that and say, okay, we think this might be a strategy that works. Could be management strategy, could be a product. And we actually do trials or randomized controlled trials on dairies. It is a commercial dairy, so they have all the challenges of weather and employees and things, but we we need to control for the scientific process, the, the trial getting done correctly, and then we evaluate the results. Thursday. Well, the way they set up the shutdown timelines is that the government is partially funded through this Friday, tomorrow, and the majority of the government is funded through March 8th, which is next Friday. So from an agriculture standpoint, the USDA and the Food and Drug Administration are part of a handful of agencies that won't have funding authorization after midnight Friday night. Now, as we're talking here on Wednesday, it looks like Uh, They are trying to do some things to put together yet another short-term extension of funding to prevent those agencies from running out of money. And then that would also apply to the bulk of the government agencies that run out of money after March 8th. So (laughs) if this sounds familiar, like deja vu, it is because this is something like the third or fourth extension that has been passed in the current fiscal year. Friday. 
topic is going to be looking at the effect of rumen-protected choline on a mastitis challenge. This research was reported by Dr. Barry Bradford at Michigan State University and appeared in the December 2023 Journal of Dairy Science. Number one, that rumen-protected choline did increase milk yield versus control cows both before and after this challenge here in the program. Number two, uh, it appears that rune protected choline really didn't change the, uh, the inflammation markers as such. So the haptoglobin that was tracked by the researchers. Next, we did not see the ability of our rumen protected choline to resolve inflammation challenges in these cows, and there was no advantage of going to higher versus the traditional dose of around 13 or 14 grams per cow per day. Well, that completes the program for today. Thanks. Have a great day. And that's Dr. Mike Hutchins. To listen to more, go to dairyradio.com. Dairy Rewind.